Hey, hey. Bow, 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 bow. <laughs> Welcome to Making Changes You Love to Live With podcast. I'm Kirsten Galfan, your host. I started my company, Fitness Inspired, in 2008. I have my master's degree in exercise science. And yeah, I started my company with the mission and the vision of making changes you love to live with. And I'm so excited to continue doing that every single day. And I'm going to be here weekly with your dose of inspiration, applications, strategies, and tips to make changes you love to live with. Hey, welcome back. I can't wait to jump back in with Sue, the conversation with her. It is just incredible. I have pages of notes, but this is a part two. So if you didn't listen to part one, go back and listen to that first. And I think both of these podcasts are going to be so phenomenal to listen to again and again. And you're going to get stuff you can apply each time you listen to it. It's just incredible. I hope you enjoy this. Let me know what you're working on. All right, here we go. Back with Sue. Yeah. I didn't think I didn't think I was going to go here, but I um I mean, you probably know this about me. I am like an achiever. I'm very goal oriented. I can it can really easily for me. I can get caught up in that report card, whatever that looks like or the wins and losses or the outcomes. Yeah. And so you know, there's many times where like that's fine if it's going well, right? If you're like right winning, winning, winning. That's like, that's reinforcing and, you know, it can go along, go along. But when you stay, when you have the moments in your life, when you're like, woof, I just got beat bad right there. And you're so caught up in the outcome. Like, how can we think about and continue to remind ourselves without having to get, you know, knocked down really hard? Or is that maybe what it takes as far as like, let's look at the process. Let's not get jaded. Like you said, let's look at the process and focus on process goals and not get so committed, so wrapped up in the outcome that it keeps you down. Well, I, I think remember for me, it's like, okay, remember my why, Mm -hmm. why, why am I doing this? why I'm, I'm helping develop young women. That's why I'm doing this. And in, 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 in our case, it's like, if our players are giving everything they have and the outcome isn't the W I can't be upset about that. No. I mean, all you can do is if you can look in the mirror after if you can look in the mirror after and after a tough loss, uh, you know, and, and know, you know what, and even after watching the tape twice, yeah, <laughs> you know, after you watch it twice, it's like, I just don't know what else we could have done. Mm-hmm. I, I, I just don't know. And, you know, when you're talking with your staff and it's like, you know, coach, we just lost to a better team. Sometimes yeah. that happens. It just yeah. does. But I will tell you something, the worst loss of my career was in 2017, I think it was, or 16. We were in the preseason WNIT and we had to go play at Notre Dame. Mm -hmm. 
we lost the game by 60 points. Six zero. Yeah. And during the course of that game, you know, we're down 40 to 10. And our kids are playing their ass off, Kirsten. They are. Mm-hmm. Our yeah. shot would not fall. And Notre Dame was just bigger, stronger, <laughs> thicker. You know, I just yeah. prayed, please, God, don't let us get hurt. Anybody get hurt in oh, this game? Right. You know, um, and I had to break that game down into four minute intervals. Can we just, can we just stay with them for four minutes or, you know what, just four minutes, that's it. Mm -hmm. And, you know, and then it got to the point where, okay, you guys, let's keep this game to 40. Let's just keep it to 40. And then unfortunately, then I said, all right, look, we're, we are in the last 10 minutes where this is the last quarter. Mm-hmm. we're down 50 let's really work at keeping it we're going to stay with our four minutes yeah and just you know what I just want you to keep doing what you're doing you just have to keep attacking you know and defending and can we hold them to one rebound so I had to break it down all the way yeah. like that and when the game was over the game was over I'm walking through the line to shake hands and Muffet McGraw says to me, now that she just kicked our ass by 60. Yeah. And, uh, and, but she took the dogs off. Like her, her first team was out, you know, and I said, okay. coach, thanks, thanks for taking the dogs off. And she looked at <laughs> me, she goes, Sue, she goes, today was the perfect storm. We were just totally on and your mm-hmm. team wasn't, you have a good team. Just mm-hmm. keep believing. And one of my oh. dear friends was the associate head coach there and she, she shook my hand and she said, Sue, you're going to win the Mac. You're going to win the Mac this year. And I just kind of, I laughed and I said, okay, CEO. So anyway, we go in the locker room and, you know, and I, I just looked at our players and I said, I'm going to tell you something. They couldn't miss and we couldn't hit the broadside of a barn. I said, I'm going to tell you right now what I'm going to do with this tape. I said, I'm going to burn it. Mm-hmm. We're not going to watch this again. Did everyone cheer? <laughs> oh, okay. well, they just kind of looked at me like I had three eyes. And yeah. I looked at them and I said, you guys, we just, we're not going to watch it again. We're, we're better than what we showed, but you yeah. know what? It didn't happen tonight. Thank God we got another game. This is where yeah. you have a short memory. Yeah. And sometimes oh. that has to happen. Yeah. Sometimes you have to have a short memory and then you know what? You move on. Yeah. That gives me the chills. That right there, when your friend said just so confidently to you that you're going to win the Mac, like yeah. that gave, gave me chills and it just gave me chills with the way you reacted to it, that fierce belief. And sometimes like it takes that, like in situations that we have to be like, all right, we're going to forget that. And oh, I love that. What you said. Well, I think, I think, especially in our profession, again, because, you know, you know, Kirsten, we had to go back into practice two days later. Now, how am I going to come into practice, you know, with my, my tail between my legs, with my head down? No, it's like, okay, guys, here, here we go. Let's get after it. This is what we're going to do. We're, we're moving on. Here is our next uh, opponent. These are some things we have to do. This is what we need to do better. And let's go, you know, and Never brought it up again. Yeah. Oh, that's so good. No, no, again, you, now you do learn from losses, though. Right. 
I mean, yeah. you know, I am a firm believer in, in you learn from losses, uh, you learn from mistakes, you know, I like aggressive mistakes. Mm-hmm. Uh, but you know, you can't, you can't dwell on them. Yeah. You just can't. It eats yeah. you up. Well, nobody right. wants to get eaten up. No, no. Yeah. I always say like mistakes of action. Like I, your mistakes are going to happen. So I'd rather be, have mistakes and be in the game, like doing the thing. Right. Make you know, mistakes of action rather than just like sitting it out being like, Oh, it's not going to be done perfectly. So I'll just right. sit it out. Well, I'm a risk taker. Mm-hmm. I mean, I, I am and I'm aggressive. Mm-hmm. And that's how I, you know, I, I want my players. I wanted them to play. I wanted them to take risks. Yeah. You know, I, I wanted them to be aggressive and, you know, and, and there's a time and a place for taking a risk, but the, the time and place is in practice. <laughs> yeah. That, that's where you do it, you right. know, because it, and if it's not successful, well, then you know what you do it a different way, but you still take the risk. And again, right. I'm talking on the defensive end of the floor and then offensively, I liked new moves. I'd like to see different things. Yeah. Um, but, but not all coaches did not all coaches do. Yeah. Right. And I, I mean, I solve things like right now I'm learning so much from you that we can apply to all areas of our life. And then I remember watching you, you know, in between in fitness inspired in your different roles as a coach, when you are coaching in practice versus in a game, like it's just incredible to watch a leader like you. And we can just take little and big things that you do, even just like breaking down. I do that sometimes when I'm like, really, let's say I'm out of shape. I remember in high school, I would go in season and out of season. So when I was getting ready to go into season again, I would be out of shape. I'm like, why did I do this? Why did I let myself get out of shape like this? And so then I'd be training, getting ready for, um, the season. And I did that same thing, but I didn't breaking down the time. Like, let me just get to that stop sign. Let me just get there. And okay, let me get there faster because then I'll, you know, give myself a 10 second break or whatever it is. Like playing games like that can be really strong for you to get through mentally and physically tough things. As long as it's, there's no doubt about playing games with your mind. There's no doubt about it, about having a goal ahead. Yeah. As long as it's positive self talk. Mm -hmm. And that's one thing people have the tendency Mm -hmm. is when things aren't going wrong, when things aren't going right, the self talk is, is just negative. You know, it's like, Oh, I suck. I'm so tired. I, you know, this is, this is crap. I'm not, I'm, I'm just not, I can't do it. I can't, you know, and it's like, and those, if there's one thing, honestly, Kirsten, that just burned my butt is when players talk to themselves and and just say, I suck. Mm -hmm. I suck. Even now, even when, even, even people, yeah. Well, you know, when we're working out or we're doing right. something, you know, oh, I'm, I suck. I'm, I'm too fat. I can't do this. Yeah. It's like, no, you can, mm-hmm. you know, so, so, you know, body language, self-talk, um, mm-hmm. those things were really very important to me in, in how I really tried to help our players overcome that. Yeah. You know, and I will tell you this, there, I had a player that I, 
she put a rubber band on her wrist. Mm-hmm. Every time she would say I uh, something negative, the rubber I she, I'd make her hit the rubber band mm-hmm. so that she knew. It's like, look, how many how many times are you going to keep hitting yourself with your rubber band? Mm-hmm. Really? Yeah. So I mean, you probably this never happened to you, but I've been doing this my entire time that I've had fitness inspired. Is I'm sure it didn't ever happen to you because um, of right there what you just said. But anytime someone would say to me something like that, like, oh my gosh, I'm just too, too fat for this, or I can't do this, or I can't do that. You know, that's like a swear word. Like, oh yeah. Not saying that. And then I said, okay, now let's give me three things. Like let's flip that in three ways, like three positive things that, and now I have the knowledge about is it helpful right so like back then when I first started fitness inspired I would just say like give me three great things right now like let's do this like what are three great things and I would help them do that um on the spot and then so we can retrain our brain in that way right and then now it's like if we want to think about it is it helpful for us to say like I can't do that I no absolutely not that's not helpful for anybody well, you know, Kirsten, what was good for me, I started playing the piano. Hmm. Do you know how frustrating that can be? <laughs> That's really frustrating <laughs> when you're when you're trying to read right hand music and then left hand yeah. music and then putting it all together. And yeah. you know, so I'm I'm sitting in my piano and I am looking think looking at this and it's like oh my God, Sue, are you ever going to be able to do this? And it's like, now you sound like one of your players. Are you, are am I ever going to be able to, you know, rebound the way she wants me to? Am I ever going to be able to make this shot? And it's like, all right, well, you just better start breaking this down. You better break this right hand and go nice and slow. So it's like you, you, it really gave me an even better appreciation for the frustration of not being able to do something quickly. Right. You know, right. so to help the players with that also, I mean, I felt their frustration. It's like, well, okay, what's, what are you the most frustrated about? What, what is it? And then let's take it. If it's, um, you know, because they were struggling making a reverse layup. Okay. Yeah. Well then let's take it one, two up you know, and, and, and go through the very specific, right, left, right, left, left Mm -hmm. arm or all the way. I mean, you know, and, and that helped. Yeah. So I think, you know, those are the kind of things that when the players get, because once they get it down, it, I mean, you could see the smile. It's like, yeah, see, you really always could do this. Uh, You know, uh, it's just, it, it took me too long to teach you. Uh-huh. You know, so then you take a little bit of that on you own it also, because mm-hmm. if your players are frustrated, it's on you. It, mm-hmm. it, you know, they, it, you know, you're there to teach. Right. So you, you need to show them. Yeah. Awesome. Okay. Well, I have two things I want to end with. One, if you could go back and give yourself advice when you're first starting your career in leadership and coaching what would it be? And then the other thing I'm going to ask is if there's one tangible thing, one action step we could make to 
you know, apply some of the, apply one of the things we talked about today. So first of all, what would you go back and tell yourself when you were just getting into what kind of advice would you give yourself? That's a good one. Um, what would 66 year old Sue say mm-hmm. to 30 year old Sue? Yeah. Uh, I would say, uh, you know, I think Kirsten, I would say probably what I, I'm going to say to you, what I say to like Raina Frost, who's uh, right now working at central Michigan for any uh, first year assistant coach going in, be a sponge, be a sponge, wherever you are at, you just dive into everything and, and, and soak up all the knowledge that you happen to have around you. So if, you know, when you're working with the athletic trainer, what is that athletic trainer understanding the role that athletic trainer plays in that program? You know, when you're working with your athletic communications, you know, soaking up how important they are, because you just can get so involved in just basketball or in one aspect of a program that you don't know what the whole program is about. And I yeah, okay. I mean, I would I got caught up in X's and O's. Mm-hmm. And yes, you have to get caught up in that. But to be a sponge with the people that are around you. Right now at Central Michigan, we have uh, a woman who's in the Basketball Coaches Hall of Fame. Gail Guest, of course. She's Heather's associate head coach. And yeah. I told Rena you need to, you, you need to take every piece of energy you have and go sit in her office and just talk, yeah. talk about anything and everything. You need to be a sponge around her Raina, because she has been so successful. How did she do it? It just did not happen. So right. I would say that about to my 30 year old self, mm-hmm. be a sponge, be a sponge yeah. wherever you're at. Yeah. And then, you know, again, I just think I think you have to love what you're doing Mm -hmm. because if you love what you're doing, you're going to just keep working at getting better at it. Yeah. And and for me, you're going to, um, you're going to attack it, which, and I say attack it, but how, how do I get better? I I watch other people who are successful. I understand what I don't know. And so, you know what I Kirsten, I was not a good coach when it came to pressing teams that press so you Mm -hmm. know what I did I studied coaches that were good that had teams that were good pressing teams and I would go to their practices and see the drills and how they taught it so I could go back with my team so I understood what I didn't know but okay so I had to get better at it and then I hired coaches that were good that had come from good teams that were pressing and I just think to have the energy and the passion for it yeah. I don't know if those are action things. I mean, the action no. is doing, going out and doing it and doing yeah. it because you love it. Mm-hmm. And I think the thing is, you know, and, and I think when you were, when E was here, we had our little ETC. Mm-hmm. And that was our mantra embrace the change. Yeah. And it wasn't just on the basketball floor, but in life because. Hell, things change right now every five minutes, but you yeah. better embrace it. Right. You, you, you know, and so, right. 
I, I just think you, you have to, you have to go for me. I, I was so happy that I was able to, to go and into my hobby. I never had a job, but I get to, I had yeah. to go, I had to go participate yeah. in my hobby. I it's know. what I wanted to do. I didn't have to do it. Oh. It's what I wanted to do. And so I, I think that's for anything and whatever you do, whether you're a teacher or a lawyer or you're a custodian or you're executive secretary, mm -hmm. you know what? You, you, you have to love what you do. Yeah. Absolutely. And if you don't, then you dread it. Right. No one wants, no one wants to wake up and dread the morning for what you have to do. Do you? Right. No, I mean, I, I, I'll never forget. I was at central and I had, started teaching fitness classes, you know, to all the students. And I had a staff class too, but I, you know, was going to school to be a school psychologist at the time. And I, I was just like, Oh, this is fun. I love doing this. This is great. And one of my friends, Megan, she came up to me after class. And I still remember like the situation where we were standing, everything. And she said, you know, Kirsten, you should do this for a living. Like you're better than the people on TV. And I go, what? This is not <laughs> a real job. Like I, that's not a real job. And then later it just really stuck with me. I'm like, you know what? What would that look like? Yeah. What would that look like? And I am so thankful and I always try to encourage young people. And I guess it doesn't matter what age you are, but because you can always reinvent yourself. You can always shift and, and say like, okay, let me do something that I have like this tremendous purpose and love. I love helping people and I love seeing how people can do more than they think they can do. Absolutely. Oh, and it's, it's so rewarding. Like you said, like, it doesn't feel like work and do as much of that. Like there's days, of course. And there's things about my business that I do that I'm like, not woohoo about, Oh yeah. But, but there's enough that drives me that say like, I get to, I am doing this because it allows me to get to do all of this. It gets right. It, it allows me to teach classes. It allows me to connect and empower and, you know, be able to, you know, build a community that we're having positive change. Like that's what it's all about. Well, and aren't you, aren't you so happy? Aren't you so happy when you see the, 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 the people that are in your fitness inspired and you see the growth of them? Yeah. Uh, you see people that, yeah, that you've pushed and you've pushed a little bit and, and look at, look at how much growth and progress they have had. And I think that's, you know, Kirsten, that's one of the best things about what I was able to do for 39 years is to watch the growth of so many young women to see where they are now. And that, those are the kind of things that drive you. I mean, I look at, yeah. at Heather Osterley right now, who's the head coach at Central Michigan. I've known her since she was 15 years old. Wow. I did so not know that. And she's 41 now. Yeah. You know, and to, and to watch that, Gail Gestenkors, who's her, who is her associate head coach, I coached her in college. Wow. So, you know, just those are just two examples. And those... Yeah. Those are the things that make you smile. Yeah. 
I mean, they are. And yeah, again, you know, the championships were all great and the rings were nice and cutting down the nets and, you know, all that that goes with it. But there's nothing like watching the success of, of the people that you have worked with. And that's why you do what you do. Yeah. Absolutely. Yeah. Hell, I don't, I know half of Mount Pleasant because of you, sister. Uh-huh. <laughs> you know, the people that I met at FI, it was awesome. It yeah. was awesome. Yeah. That's so awesome. Well, thank you so much for being here. I love talking to you and I know that there's so many nuggets and pieces to our conversation that I have like lots of notes and I'm going to listen to what you said again so I can apply it day in and day out. I just love your energy. Thank you so much, Sue. No, Kirsten, it was my pleasure. Thank you. Thank you. And give, give the kids in in E a big kiss and hug. (laughs) Will do. Okay. See ya. All right. Thank you. See ya. Thank you for listening to Making Changes You Love to Live With Podcast. (laughs) Don't forget to subscribe. It's completely free. And share this with a friend. You never know when you could just make their day. And last thing is get on our list for our hump day inspiration. And that can be found at livefitnessinspired.com. All of this is free. Have a great day. And I'll talk to you next week.